Welcome to the Feminist Fight Podcast. I'm Bella, your host, and today I'm going to talk about two very important topics. Why is feminism necessary? And secondly, how did feminism get started? Feminist history is often brushed over in history classes, so I'm here to educate you. So let's get started. So why is feminism important? Why is it necessary for women and men? I think about this on a daily basis. I feel like it's an important thought-provoking thing. It all starts with fighting inequality and fighting for equality. However, we do have to acknowledge that American feminism is different than most. I guess how we look at feminism as Americans. There has always been a class ceiling between women and men since the very beginning of time. It's taken a long time to start to shatter that ceiling. It often goes back to women being silenced among other issues within society. Not until the mid 1800s is when women started to come together and realize they were all fighting a common enemy fighting for a common goal, such as voting rights and, you know, etc. Feminism and feminists have taken many different names, but all have the same goal of equality. Feminism, for me, means working together to achieve global gender equality. It's about working against the systems of oppression and striving for equality for everyone. I was once asked, why do you care about what happens to other women? That statement just disgusts me. That's what feminism is all about, standing up and supporting one another as women and people. Men and women need to work together to combat gender inequality. Many consider women, feminism a woman's issue, a fought to be fought by raw burners and angry women, but many forget that feminism is a, fought to be, a fight to be fought for children who are socialized into a patriarchal society. It's a fight for future generations. So they don't have to experience the same sexism and inequality as we do. That's why I think we need feminism. So how did American feminism get started? We first have to look at the word. How, like, when was the word introduced to the world? I had this conversation with someone recently that they didn't know how the feminist or suffragette movement started. We have to first start with the introduction of the word to the world. The term was coined by a French socialist named Charles Furet. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but here we are, in 1837. In 1872, the term feminist made its debut in both France and the Netherlands. Then in 1890, in Great Britain, and finally, 20 years later, the term came to the United States. Uh, that's when I believe in like 1910 is kind of when modern feminism or closer to modern feminism started to happen. Even so, feminism, Prior to the late 1800s, feminism or the ideology came about. Plato wrote in his most famous works, Republic, advocating for gender equality and that women possess natural capacities equal to men. Obviously, not everyone agreed with Plato's statement. Still to this day, some people believe that men are superior to women, but that's obviously not the case like at all. After Plato's statement, the women of ancient Rome staged a massive protest. They were protesting over something called the opium law. It's limited access, women's access to gold and other goods that they could buy if they had the money. After the protest, the law was repealed. Uh, I think this is one like example of how protesting or peaceful protesting can work in people's favor. Now we can go back, I guess, go back even further to the 15th century or maybe early for, I don't know however you want to look at it. In the 15th century, a writer named Kristen D. Panzen wrote a book called The Book of the City of Ladies. It protested misogyny and the role of women in the Middle Ages. Christine was way ahead of her time. She believed in equality for both sexes. 
I think, like, honestly, I would really like to talk to this woman. She sounds very interesting, just reading about her. I'm not doing her justice at all. Um, but her book is in inspired for future writers and philosophers on the topic of feminism. Mary Wollstonecraft, an author who wrote a book called A Vindiction of, women, of the women, Right of Women, while Stonecroft, that's a mouthful, was incredibly inspired by Panzen's book in philosophy. She used her philosophy on feminism in her book and whatnot. So now let's get back to like more American feminism or whatnot. So in this podcast, we'll be focusing on American feminism and its four waves. So let's start with Abigail Adams. She is the first lady to President John Adams. Personally, I consider her as the first like organized American feminist or believed in equality for girls and women in education. She prioritized and specifically oversaw the access to education, property, and the ballot, so voting as critical to women's equality. Abigail Adams warned her husband, John Adams, that there would be a rebellion of women. She was definitely right. There's a quote, that, a famous quote that I'm going to say in a minute that I think really proves that she was definitely a feminist or believed in equality for all. Here's what she said. If particular care and attention is not paid to the ladies, we are determined to foment a rebellion and we will not hold ourselves bound by any laws in which we have no voice. That was Abigail Adams to her husband. So moving past Abigail Adams, we're now gonna talk about the early suffragette movement and the Seneca Falls Convention. A future episode will be, so, will be solely dedicated to the Seneca Falls Convention, but today I'm just gonna talk about the basics and who was involved. In 1848, the first feminist and abolition convention happened. It was, of course, the Seneca Falls Convention. This convention was led by Elizabeth Cady Stanton and Lucretta Mott. During this convention, they made this statement. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men and women are created equal. This was stated by Elizabeth Cady Stanton, which is now featured in a Hamilton song called The Scholar Sisters, if you're interested. Many attendees thought voting rights for women should go beyond just white women. These women were incredibly ahead of their times. Honestly, it would have been incredibly interesting to speak or meet with either Elizabeth or Lucretta. Also, Frederick Douglass was in attendance at this convention. Douglass was incredibly involved in the early suffrage movement. He helped with tensions between suffragettes and African-American rights activists. This is just a small introduction to the history of fem the feminist movement. Thank you for listening to the first episode of the Feminist Fight podcast. I hope you all enjoyed a small introduction to the beginning of the feminist history. Episodes will be posted every Friday at 12 o'clock Next week's episode, we focus on Black feminists in honor of Black History Month starting. If you have any suggestions for future episodes or questions, you can find me on Instagram. Leave my Instagram in the episode description. Thank you again for listening. I'll see you all soon.